PSA has had a big week. Wander Franco had a big day, and we are about to have a big podcast slash YouTube video today. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to Dingin' Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slapstocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today we are going to be talking about PSA and what it does to the card market for baseball specifically, um, and especially what it does to, like, my card market, because uh, I had a stack of 40 cards sitting there that I was going to grade, and the likelihood of me grading them now, slim to none. Um... But before that, we are going to talk about a little bit about Wander Franco because yesterday he hit a home run in spring training. Obviously very fun. Launched the ball inside pitch. Uh, you can see it on my story if you want. Took a screen record of it on Instagram. You know, very fun. First pitch he saw of the game. Launches it for a home run. People are very excited, obviously. You know, one of the things against Wander Franco was he did all these things well, but uh, a couple of years ago, he only hit nine home runs in the season. And people are like, oh, you know, why is he so bad? Only nine home runs. You know, 18-year-old kid, right? And uh, by the time he's 27, I fully expect like 30 home run seasons out of him. And so that was never a concern. It was a concern for some people. It's never a concern of mine. And then you're watching him yesterday, and he's hitting a home run right away. Well, prices went crazy. So what you're seeing right now is $310 ship for Bowman Chrome Wander Franco PSA 10. Um, now that's a crazy price because before maybe December, no, probably November, November, October, these were probably low 200s, maybe high 100s. And now they are $310 as of March 2nd. Well, hits one home run, one single home run in spring training and there you have it so that was the last car that sold on march 2nd for 310 dollars shipped this is the last card that sold on march 3rd one day later for 370 dollars shipped so that is a 60 dollar difference because of one home run now i love wander franco i think wander franco is going to be amazing I read a quote yesterday by Vidal Brujan that said that Wander Franco had the fastest hands he's ever seen in his entire life and that he doesn't even think he's human sometimes. Take that what you will. Vidal Brujan himself is an amazing hitter with like a 70-80 grade contact skill uh, per fan graphs. Don't quote me on that. I haven't looked it up. Um, <clears throat> so Vidal Brujan, amazing hitter, and he's saying Wander Franco is way better, right? So... $370, probably not insane, especially when you see the prices for like a Fernando Tatis Bowman Chrome PSA 10. So when I'm looking at these prices, I'm saying to myself, okay, if I have one, which I actually do, I, right here, right, Mojo PSA 10, am I selling it now and waiting, or do I just believe in him long term and just going to hold? Because if you sell it now, it's likely to go back down a little bit because of how high it's gone so quickly. When you see cards like this explode, there's usually a dip if he has like a bad week. 
Um, you know, if he hits another home run, obviously this is a $400 card. If he hits a home run today or tomorrow, $400 card probably. But if we hit the season and he doesn't get called up right away and there's no AAA season to start and he has to sit out a couple weeks before they call him up so that they get a whole year of extra service time, what are those cards going to do if he's not playing? Uh, if he has just a bad week, if he gets called up and just has a bad week, what are these cards going to do? Because we see this all the time in the market. Long term, I definitely think if Fernando Tatis is a $1,000 card, I bet these are $1,000 cards, right? Maybe not that high. I haven't looked at the pop reports. Maybe $800, $800 card, right? Still good. But in the short term, $370, that is significant. And if you could sell and then buy the dip when it inevitably comes, not a bad idea. Of course, there's risk. If you like the card and you're selling to buy a dip and it never dips, you're going to have to be prepared to buy back at a higher price, obviously. So, you know, risk there. Um, that's just my two cents. I don't know what I do. I'm not selling this. This mojo that I have, I'm holding in my hand, uh, not selling that, holding on to that. That's something I pulled out of a Bowman Chrome Mega Box a couple years ago. Uh, forgot I sent it in to get graded, got it back one day, and uh, was very happy about it. But I don't think I'd ever sell it. I do, I just love the look of mojos. I got a Luciano mojo, I've got a Jason Dominguez mojo. I would like to get like Robert Pawson mojo if I could, um, but I don't want to spend the money on it right now. Um, and like, I want to try to get a mojo every year of like the top international guys because it's just kind of a fun thing for me. So I wouldn't sell it. But if you're like, man, $370 is nice right now, and uh, you can take like 70 of them, spend it, put the other 300 away, and wait to buy another one, not a terrible idea. But that is our uh, little market update on Wander Franco. We'll see what he does the rest of the spring training, but uh should be pretty fun. Now, on to what the main subject of this podcast slash video is, and that is the PSA price increase. And so this is a major thing that affects a lot of us, especially a lot of us watching this, but it really affects me and how I looked at cards and how specifically I looked at boxes. Because you'll remember a couple, maybe a couple months ago now, I was talking about 2020 Top Series 1. And I loved it. I thought it was the best deal on the planet. It was like $140 at the time. And uh, I was like, okay, you spend $140, you get your cards, you get four of the five top guys, two of them PSA 10, um, $17 a pop, $34, you're into it for $174. And then uh, out of that $174, you know, you can probably get with the two PSA 10s, you can probably get $140 back. Um, now, that's not necessarily breaking even, but if you get a third PSA 10 out of the four or five cards you get, or even a PSA 9, you get a couple PSA 9s, and uh, you know, you're pretty close to breaking even. And then, um, and that's all you can ask for on some of these boxes. Break even, and then score that major hit, and you're golden. Now, $140 was probably pushing it a little bit, considering uh, break prices. I mean, uh, grade prices. 17 bucks. It's even worse now. So right now, you can see economy, $50. That is not available. That is not a thing they have anymore. $150 for Express with $2,500 minimum value. $100 regular for $1,000 declared value. 
and uh, minimum value, maximum value, and $300 Super Express for a $5,000 maximum declared value. Now, we could bandy about all day while why PSA is doing this. Um, they clearly have their reasons. Some of you are going to be upset. Some of you are not. Some of you wanted to send your cards in cheaper. Some of you want your cards back before next year. You know, if you sent them in in November, you're probably getting them back in November this year. If you send them in this month, you're probably going to get them back in February. With this price increase, they're going to get less, you know, Will Smith cards that I was going to send in. $40 PSA 10. Why not? Well, I'm not going to send that in anymore because it's just not worth it if I'm spending, you know, a PSA 10 is worth more than any of these prices. Now, you have bulk grading, um, bulk submitters. I saw one the other day, and I could not find it again to put it into this slideshow, but I saw one the other day that was going to be $25 a card for bulk submissions. Now, a bulk submission in today's day and age when they have 10 million, 10 million card backlog, which is what Nat Turner reported the other day, 10 million card backlog, uh, your bulk submission might not come back for two years. And by that time, Will Smith might not be very good, you know? And so if you're sending those cards in, um, probably not worth it getting cards back in two years whatsoever because you just don't know. And number two, $25 a card. If a Will Smith PSA 10 is $40, now I know this is 150 stamp one. Assume it's a regular one. If that's $40 and you're spending 25 to grade it, that's not worth it because if you get a PSA 9, you're losing money. So you have to guarantee yourself a PSA 10 and you're spending 25 bucks plus whatever you got the card for, for a $40 return. That's, that's not great. And that is not worth the risk, especially a two year, uh, two year send off. Right. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be two years, but I don't know how long it's going to be because if you look over here, express doesn't have a, a timetable. Now regular doesn't have a timetable. Super express doesn't have a timetable. They don't put 45-day, 20-day submissions on there. It's you'll get them back sooner if you put pay more money. That's all it is. So the reason this is a problem, outside of the fact that I've got like a 40-card stack here that I was going to send in and now am not, uh, I'm not going to send in any of them. So that affects me, and it works out for them because they want to cut down on that 10-million-card backlog. And they probably want guys like me to stop sending it Will Smiths. Um, especially because it takes the same amount of time to grade a Will Smith that it does to grade a $5,000 card. But they can charge $300 for the $5,000 card and $25 for the Will Smith. right? So they want to probably stop grading those. They don't care about them. Um, it seems ridiculous for me to say because money's money. But if you're still going to get all of these cards and you're going to get $300 bills to grade one card instead of $25 bill. I know which one I'm choosing, especially if I just bought a company for $930 million. So while there's a lot of people upset, I understand it. It stinks for me, the little guy that doesn't have a ton of money and um, appreciates, you know, 40 bucks. A lot of guys are not going to care. They're not going to send in a Will Smith card uh, to get a PSA 10 to sell it for $40. They're just not going to do it because $40 does not change anything for them. But $40 for me, that's pretty big. Uh, $50, $60. So it stinks for a guy like me. What does change for a lot of us is what I was talking about earlier. And that is these boxes, this retail and hobby boxes that were very important. Huge effect on retail prices, huge effect on hobby box prices. So let's take 2020 Top Series 1. I loved it. 
I loved. It was $75 a box when it came out, which was absurdly expensive. It went up to $100 a box. I was I still bought a box at $100 because I was like, whatever. Went up to $140 when I made the video a couple weeks ago. Now it is a $180 box. Now, the problem with the $180 box is that four of the five cards, you know, you get a Boba Shet and you get a PSA 10, you're looking at $100, $120. Okay. You get a Jordan Alvarez PSA 10 and you paid off the box, but you haven't paid off the, the uh, grading cost at $17, right? Well, now you up that to 25 and say you get four of the five guys and three of them PSA 10. Well, you're sending in three cards for se for $75 plus the 180. So you're looking at $255, $255 for the box plus the three grades. Right there, you would need to get a PSA 10. Say you got Jordan, you got um, Gavin Lux, and you got Boba Shett, and your Randy Rosarina doesn't grade, and maybe your Kyle Lewis doesn't grade, but you got the other three, and they all PSA 10. $120, uh, say $60 and $60. You're at $240 not accounting fees on eBay, you're at $240. If this was a $100 box and $17 grades, you are well in the clear. You have made money. If this is $240 um, with uh, grading fees, you are still $15 short, and you haven't even taken out the $24 for the 10% uh eBay fees, and you also haven't taken out the other 2%, which is, what, $4.80? So, you know, that's $28, $29 on top of that. So $255 investment, or your $240 is now down to $211, and you spent $255, and you can't get, you're not going to get three, four PSA 10s out of the four rookies you get, or if you manage to get all five good rookies, you're not going to get five PSA 10s. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, maybe once in a blue moon, but the likelihood of that is so slim, so unlikely that uh, you have to expect if you get all five, maybe you get three PSA 10s, probably two, maybe three, maybe you're really unlucky and get zero or something like that. But the value is just not there. So that whole video I made about to 2021 top series or 2020 top series one value is gone. Likewise, 2020 top series one and i wish i could find a card real quick but i i guess i can't um 2021 top series one value gone i don't know what a pache psa 10 is going to go for i don't know what a joy bart psa 10 is going to go for i have a good idea of what a joe adele psa 10 is going to go for i'm imagining probably 70 80 dollars dylan carlson maybe in the same range maybe a little bit cheaper um Right, Alec Baum probably in the 70 80. Maybe Alec Baum goes up to the hundred dollar range. But if you're spending a hundred and forty dollars on the box and you have to grade three of those cards for $25 each, and you're not going to see them for a year or two years, right? Maybe Joy, you know, one of those guys isn't good in two years, and you are, or a year, and you are out of that money completely. And when you get it back, it's a $30 PSA 10. Uh, there's just no saying, and so it's a real bummer. It really affects the Topps flagship market in my mind, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just doom and gloom. Tough to say, but for me, for somebody that loves ripping packs just to rip packs, like, I, I mean, I love it. I open a pack, 
Obviously, I'm chasing a gold or a foil or a black or an Independence Day camo, whatever you have it. If I don't get it, if I just get a couple rookies, and it doesn't even have to be good rookies. It could be random three random relief pitcher rookies. If I get three rookies in a pack, two rookies in a pack, I'm happy. You know, it's the name of the game. I just enjoy ripping the packs. But I'm also not naive. I know that I would like to make my money back eventually, and maybe I rip the packs today and send the cards in a year from now, right? But eventually I will make my money back. If there's no chance of making your money back, if you're buying a $3 pack and you get, maybe if you're lucky, one of Joey Bart or one of, you know, a uh, uh, Joe Adele, something like that, and it costs you $25 and a year to grade, yeah, likely you make your money back, but in a year, what's going to happen on that $3 pack? And so, and especially like retail blasters and stuff, you know, you might get a couple good rookies out of a blaster, but are they going to PSA 10? And at $25 a pop, you know, that $20 blaster, if you're lucky enough to find it in store, or if you're spending $25, $30 online, you know, say $30 online and $50 to grade, you're in it for $80. And if only one of those cards comes back PSA 10, you're losing money. So Topps flagship, I think, is going to take a major hit with these PSA 10 or with the PSA 10 with these PSA price hikes. Um, and obviously it's going to do what they want. They do not want Will Smith cards being sent to PSA. They have a 10 million uh, card backlog and they just don't want Will Smith being sent. That's probably all it is. And so they raise the prices until you just can't viably send Will Smith or, uh, you know, any other, random second tier guy, third tier guy, right? And so we're at the point where baseball is going to take a hit. You know, Bowman Chrome, you get the right Bowman Chrome guy, that's still a good deal. Uh, Marco Luciano, still a good deal. Julio Rodriguez, still a good deal. Sending in paper Wander Francos if you have them, still a good deal. Sending in insert Wander Francos, not as much since they're like 60 bucks. But uh, Topps flagship, that's going to take a hit. At least in my mind, maybe I'm being doom and gloom, but it was it was nice when you got some rookies and you're like, okay, forty dollars PSA ten. You send in just the pristine looking ones, and uh, if you spent, you know, eighty bucks at Walmart on gravity feed packs or twenty bucks on gravity feed packs or whatever, and you walk out of there and you get a decent number of rookies and a, some of them are in good shape and you're spending eight back in the day or seventeen dollars to grade. You know, you can make your money pretty well, but $25, $8 bump, I just don't see it. So we'll see what happens going forward. I hope it gets better. I hope the prices go down. I don't foresee it because they're a business and people are still going to use PSA and they're still going to be making money hand over fist and they're going to get that backlog down and then we'll see. But they'll probably still be making money and they just bought the company for $930 million. So I don't foresee the prices going down. I'm not like naive. I don't think that's how companies work. They raise the price and people still use it. They're going to keep the price right there. And Topps flagship going to suffer because of it. So you're going to have to find somewhere else and maybe SGC prices go on the rise. SGC 10s, SGC 95s. Maybe those prices rise, but right now it's probably not worth sending your cards there either for a card that is probably $60, $70 PSA 10 is like a $40 SGC 10. So we'll see. We need a backup. We need something else to send it to because right now it's just not viable to send all these cards into PSA 
And the only guys getting hurt by this are guys like me and potentially you if you're listening. Some of you probably are like $40. I, you know, wipe my mouth with $40 after eating. Not me. So it affects me. Um, and it might affect you too. But if it does, I wish you luck. You know, there's still ways to make uh, money in the card hobby. If you are buying, you know, you could, if you believe in Randy or Rosarina, you could go on like Comp C and buy these all day for $2, $2.25. If you think he's going to be a stud and you can turn it into probably a $5 card, sell it right back on uh, Comp C or COMC or check out my cards.com if you're wondering what in the world I'm uh, saying. So there's still money to be made, but significantly harder nowadays. That's all I got today for Dinging Corners. Thank you for listening uh, to my little rant about PSA and my little market update on Wanda Franco. And I will talk to you guys again next Wednesday.